Hello and welcome to Kardashian at the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin and I'm Marcy Jaro. Hi, Jess. Hi, look at this. Oh my gosh, it's it's early ish. It's not early in the morning. It's the morning. We we're back from a little R and R from our Memorial Day. You Ugh. were at a historic hotel. I was at a place pretending to be a lake. <laughs> I'm very pleased with like how much of a Memorial Day I feel like we did. Yeah, yeah I went to um, the Langham, which is a beautiful what they call Grand Dame Hotel out in Pasadena. Uh, definitely from the olden times of when people summered in Pasadena. Mm. Um, gorgeous, gorgeous old hotel. And got to do a little pool time and lazing around um, and and back. And you went on a real adventure that I can't stop telling you how proud of you I am. I I'm mean, just so proud to, of you. To be <laughs> proud of me for just having the most relaxing time. Uh, I went to the spa in Lake Austin. One of our listeners like hit me up to be like, OMG, are you in Austin? I took a picture, a boomerang of just just the water and trees and they hit me up to be like oh my god are you in austin i live five minutes from there <gasps> oh my god they knew where i was and they were like sonia morgan was there a few weeks ago this is incredible it was already an iconic move to come out of pandemic and go straight to a spa for many days it was already iconic and to find out that you my friend were there Ugh. mere weeks two weeks it, i i I thought it was two weeks, but it seems like it was more like a month. Still, to be on the same path as Sonia, uh. while worrying at times, in this case, is just makes it, my my pride couldn't be any bigger. Also, we had perfect timing on it because the day before we checked in, they changed the regulations to because well, the, the CDC changed, but they were still having people wear masks. Yeah. Um, and so the day before we arrived, they're like, if you're vaccinated, you do not have to wear a mask. They did not make us prove it. So we're like, surely people are lying. But um, it, it, everything was outside anyway. So our, yeah. our, the majority of things were outside. And I was like, uh, this is great. And then the next day, they even took down all the plexiglass that had been up between the staff. So I was like, because the staff, like, they were like, oh, yeah, that we had vaccinations come on site so we're all vaccinated so it was like okay i guess this is we're trying so it was like uh, almost like five days without a mask and like really living like how it will be Mm. like when when things are truly done done how crazy to see it happening like in real time like the plexiglass come down the masks come off like the actual days of it happening it's it's so emotional I don't you know I'm not going to say anything that anyone hasn't already said but this weekend is obviously such a big one and everybody has been really marking it as a big one and it's like yeah it just really feels like we're returning to so much normalcy and it is so joyful it's really crazy it was so nice Uh, but the staff was still wearing masks except for the doc people and thank god they did because there was a rescue so <gasps> what happened? All the people who worked the dock and I asked, I was like, how is Sonia Morgan? They're like, she was very nice. And she did a lot of water activities apparently. Oh, so I wouldn't have guessed that. Because you could like, they had like stand up paddle boards, uh, aqua bikes. They had these like um, 
elliptical type paddle boards were wow just like kind of doing a, a stepper <laughs> it was like basically if you do like a step up that's how it that's how it like propelled you through the water so it's like exercise well i guess it's all exercise all of it was exercise <laughs> yeah uh all unfortunately all of it was exercise except for just and then they had like jet skiing and or not jet skiing they had like water skiing and like tubing and that kind of stuff that they would pull you behind the boat but um wow. th- this woman was you know getting I think she was coming in from paddle boarding and it's not really a lake. It's more like a, a canal that has been dug out between two dams. So it's oh, like okay. wide, like a river, but, and they just call it Lake Austin. It's like in between like Lake Travis and some other lake. I forget which one, but, um, so the, so the wakes are pretty bad. <laughs> like, Oh, okay. Especially if you're like on a paddle board, you know? Right. So this woman got knocked off and this girl, I can't remember her name, but she was like this young blonde woman who was like in college nearby. And she like just immediately dove into the water to make sure she was like, the lady was like up on the board and she was like, okay. And I was like, look at this. <gasps> it's like below deck. It is just like below deck. Action. Oh, I was telling them about below deck. I was like, you guys watching <laughs> below deck? Huh? Who's watching what? Um, they're like, not really. And I was like, this is a different crew, huh? You're. Kind of Ugh. just doing the outdoor thing, I guess. <laughs> so you guys are not, you, so you guys are outside your homes, you're saying, and not in front of a TV. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Interest, interesting life choice. Okay. <laughs> also, we specifically chose this resort because of they offered multiple alcohol things. Like they had a wine list at dinner, but on three to six every day was docktails where you could go get some canned cocktails. Oh, I get it. Um, oh, that's cute. And then they had like a wind down wine cruise. Now we did miss what we really wanted to do was this uh, glow Prosecco board where you go what? paddle board with glow lights at night and drink Prosecco after. We didn't do it. Oh my God. This is so fun. I have to go back just for that. So please let's go. Oh my I God. Wait. I just want to. Okay. Here's my. Big question, because I realized, because they were doing this at the hotel this weekend, and I forget that, like, when you see people puttering around the grounds in robes, it is very joyful to me. Like, yes. adults walking around in daylight in robes. Is that a thing people did at this place? The first night we went to dinner, they're like, you're wearing, like, nice clothes now, but you'll end up in a robe. <laughs> <laughs> that is to me like the adult Disneyland move. Like it's when you can tell adults, obviously I'm a huge robe head. I have multiple robes. I live for the robe zone. And there is something about seeing people just like walking with a cocktail in broad daylight in robes across like grass. Yes. That is so pleasing to me. It yeah. is the epitome of luxury. And I made a joke early on about could we, cause they gave us our own like water bottles so that we aren't like, yeah, oh, so that's we, smart. So we have ours. So for all, because it's a lot of exercise classes and stuff too. Right. And I was like, I could just fill this up with wine. And they're like, absolutely, you could. It's your <laughs> vacation. <laughs> so I like that, oh. that kind of like, not like a, well, I don't know. But she was like, yes. Uh, I love where wellness meets unwind, you yes. know? Like, I just love that. You that it's should like, write their copy because that's a good one. <laughs> Well, because it's like, you know, the, it feels like the kind of thing you could tailor. Like you could go there and yeah, just eat really well, detox, yes. you know, do a full kind of like body cleanse. Or you could go there and be a little decadent by yes. the river. And, and it just did, sounds so we did nice. both. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my god! Because I didn't think we were gonna like. Because the first night we were there, we stayed up till eleven. I was like, "Oh, we are shut. This is we are the last people out." We were yes. just like sitting on the dock under the full moon in eclipse, uh, uh, pulling tarot cards, being wild with all these deer around us and fireflies. Uh, uh, but then over the weekend, more young people came, and so we like uh, they had like mus- live music, and after the live music, we just stayed up talking all night with a couple from Rhode Island and a single mom uh, who was in the military. God, really just did it. And t- to your point of it was a it was a very witchy, weird week energy wise. Like mm-hmm. I felt crazy. I feel like it would have been the perfect week to be like yeah. chilling at a spot because I felt like I truly was like, what is going on? And I'm I'm never that great with understanding the astrology of it all. But when it w- I saw it was the like super blood flower moon, right? It was like all three at once. And I was in the eclipse and I was just and like. And in Sagittarius, Ugh. you know, we're wild. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I do what little I know. I know that this has to be a piece of it because I felt crazy. But Mercury <laughs> went into retrograde on the 29th. And let me tell you, mm. when I flew on the 30th, I my bags are not in the same state as I am currently. It's so my bag went to the other side of the country. Uh, and I'll fine. say this. Uh, the last thing I'll say is I find this very helpful. Tell me if you disagree. But I feel like when people people like to joke a lot like, oh, Mercury retrograde. And, and the thing about Mercury retrograde that I, I finally felt like for me helped me believe it's real is it's not about like everything's going wrong. Oh, my God, I crashed my car. It's about like what you're describing. It's like, oh, shit, I forgot. Oh, you said you were. Oh, but the, the, the reservation was at seven. Well, I called you, but you didn't pick up. Mm-hmm. So it's about like ships in the night yes. kind of a feeling more so of like and technological frustrations where it's it it's is. not about just like I got dumped it's like uh, no it's about the chaos that kind of unravels yes. out of like slight what then can become very large miscommunication I tell you it was so funny because as I was checking in I remember so specifically the guy I was like ooh I made my bag exactly 50 pounds on the dot this time because it was almost over last time. (laughs) And I had to like repack at the airport. And the guy was like, oh, I don't have your ticket information. And then someone else was like, I got it. I got it. And then he was talking about how he's going to change shifts. And she's like, oh, my God, are we not going to be working together? He's like, we're going to have to hang out outside of work. All right, here you go. And they handed me a thing and I like put it on my wallet. So it would so I'd have it later. Normally, I would throw those things right away because I'm irresponsible. Oh, I, I always do. What a good reminder not to. So I didn't even look at it. And then when I'm at the like baggage claim at LAX, I'm like, why can't my bag ever be the first bag? And then mm. there were only two bags and no humans. And I was like, my bag is not here. So I take out my ticket and I go, that's not my name. And that's not the city. <laughs> so i walk over and i was like hi uh my bag's in boston right now (laughs) 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 he's like okay i was just like but it wasn't like i i was not letting myself like be like ah like i was like whatever i think that's the approach to (laughs) to retrograde is like rather than let yourself like fritz to just be like yep that's uh-huh. what's happened. That's what's up. That is what happened. There you go. Like, let yourself kind of just 
ease into it rather than like chafe against it because it will make it I think it's like quicksand the more you chafe against it the worse it gets well and I asked the lady I was like I bet you get yelled at a lot for people having this baggage miss bags and she's like oh absolutely and I was like and it's not your fault I know exactly whose fault it is (laughs) (laughs) I remember specifically he wanted to hang out with his friend outside of work he well no wonder he's he's uh gonna change shifts his head's not in the game for this one (laughs) (laughs) well i hope maybe your bag will even arrive while we're recording it could it could um the only bummer was i was like oh my electric toothbrush is there so i had to brush my head with just a replacement brush my head i had to brush my teeth with just a replacement head brush that's very very funny (laughs) (laughs) well if you get in a bind you know your little friend of a few blocks away has some extra toothbrushes i can run one over that's so nice also i've heard grocery stores have them (laughs) yes they do sell them in most places even gas stations i think i truly was like i post made it twice last night and i was like "Eh, i'll just brush my teeth with my finger or something i don't know anyway gritty a little gritty washcloth if i get stuck we'll kind of get the job in a pinch whatever and i was like i'm home i don't care I'll do whatever yeah, I chill want. Out. She's she's relaxed. Um, well, let's get into it. We have plenty to discuss. I know, I know. We have like more news than we need to. I know. There's a there was a good fair amount that went on. Um, let's just get into it. So let's see. Uh, oh, one that was just a fun one. So you know, they. I'll start with this one with Kim and North. So you know, the family oftentimes does these like. You know, where they're opening up PR boxes and from different companies and whatever. And like, oh, my God. Oh, uh, Fendi, this is so cute. Oh, my God, Steph Shop, I love these. So Kim was doing one this week uh, that was it looked like it was like a press box in uh, the media package for Olivia Rodrigo's debut album, Sour, which is, of course, taking the world by storm. And Kim is like filming it and she's like. Oh my God, how cute is Olivia Rodrigo, you guys? You guys know I love driver's license, to which you then hear North off camera go, you never listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) And kudos to Kim for keeping it in because she starts laughing and she's like, yes, I do. I listen to it all the time. (laughs) And it's so funny. And she does Uh, because I pointed it out not long ago when she was sadly going to Palm Springs after the announcement of her divorce. Yes. She was listening to the song and I was like, oh my gosh, the lyrics are, I guess you didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me. Yes, we know she does. And then she goes to Saint. She turns to Saint and she goes, Saint, don't we listen to it in the car all the time? Can Yes. Can you say that louder for people to hear? I listen to it all the time, Saint. And then you hear <laughs> off camera. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, oh, it just stuff. It goes to show you that Nori's black book was so accurate. Couldn't have been more accurate. Just so accurate. Such a little sassy, tiny woman already. I love her though. Like I I love love that kind of attitude. We're just, we're just ready for so much North to come. I feel like, yeah. Ugh. But then, so we have some more Kim news. Now this one is not so flattering. She is getting sued. Seven former members of the gardening and maintenance staff of uh, her and formerly her and Kanye's $60 million Hidden Hills mansion have accused them of withholding 10% of their wages, being late on pay, 
withholding 10% of their wages for taxes uh, and then not forwarding those amounts to the government, not paying them overtime, and sometimes forcing them to work without meal breaks. And making a 16-year-old work more than the maximum allowable hours under the law. However, this is a bit of a bullshit lawsuit. You think? I'm not, I haven't like, read enough about it. Because she doesn't employ them. Right, because that's employs, what she ended up... Yes, she employs a company who right. they work for. They So she doesn't pay them ever. She pays a company, and then they right. play, pay their employees, and they didn't pay them. So they're suing the wrong people, but they're probably doing it to put pressure so that she'll be like, what the fuck, guys? And then have yes. them threaten to fire the company. Right, it's a bad look. I mean, we're talking about it, right? So even if it is... A relatively like mundane squabble between some employees and a vendor by putting her name in the lawsuit because her, obviously her lawyer it. made it clear that they are suing the wrong people and Kim is never late on payment. I mean, it doesn't feel like a Kim move. You know, no. I feel like we just watched an episode where Kim was very clear about how she views her staff, yeah. and I it think, just feels yes. I think this is like you know some people who were abused having like uh, a, a very ambitious lawyer who's like, well, let's just see what happens. if I go." <laughs> it's not a bad, it's, it's truly probably a very, it's probably if you are of uh, Kim or a very famous person, what you're always rolling the dice against, you know, when you hire out for anything, you yeah. know, is it's like, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure it's frustrating, especially to be paid hourly and not paid fairly to work on that property would be infuriating. Oh. No, and it's if it, it is, I'm sure it will get settled, and it's absolutely they should be seeking all of those damages. It is just like you know, and it doesn't mean she's not responsible. At the end of the day, well, she should fire the company that yeah, was the employing buck stops them. with you if you are where the money's coming from. But uh, yeah, I would imagine it was not her singularly sitting there writing checks out to her gardening staff. Yeah, um, and she should fire that maintenance company absolutely because they're uh. crooks. So she as responded as such in uh, and said basically that same thing in a very interesting little thing she did this past week, which was she was like, I'm getting my nails on Instagram stories. She puts up, I'm getting my nails done right now and have time today. Ask me anything. And a lot of it is just like mundane. And then there's two little debunks that slide in there. One is somebody asks her directly about this lawsuit. She says it's a third party. I didn't do that. The second very interesting, was, did you hook up with Travis Barker? Somebody asks her. And to which she responds, no, capital N-O, false narrative. We've been friends for years, and I'm so happy for him in court. First of all, I don't like the term false narrative. It's fake, same as fake news. But she's obviously... A lot. I uh, on uh, another like site. It was saying like, oh, it kind of feels like this whole thing was just like the Q and A was just to slip this in. Oh, absolutely. To debunk, and I kind of have to agree. Although, I, like, I was like, I bet she just had one of her like employees ask, but also yes. I'm like, I mean, I guess a million people probably did ask about it too. Could be, I? It's like I bet they're both true. Yeah, but it's so funny because it's like it doesn't really change anything you know it's like what is the likelihood of her being like yes absolutely <laughs> like, oh yeah we did for sure <laughs> it's like i don't know 
Um, but at least attempting to squash it by addressing it doesn't. We'll see with Shanna Mokler, who mysteriously had no news this week, which is probably a first. I bet Kim's like, do you want to be out with that maintenance company that didn't pay my that didn't pay my gardeners? Because I can. <laughs> You can you can be right in this lawsuit. I'll just throw everyone in. <laughs> <laughs> but at least um, interesting it, to weigh in. I believe it. I I feel that like Kim Travis and him hooked up. I Travis Barker's not her type. No, yeah, I don't believe I, no. No, Travis is not her type. Look at, at all. any man she has dated. Not even in the scope of things uh, uh, that she is interested in. I think it's very likely, and we know from his own statements, that he is, was, is, was attracted to her. Yes. She's one of the most attractive people on planet Earth. I think that's the story. The story yes. is that he said multiple times how he wanted to fuck her, and that's uncomfortable because now he's with his, her sister. But also, that happens all the time because she's Kim Kardashian. <laughs> also, I'm sure it happens in any family where there's hot sisters. It's. I think that's the uncomfortable part. It's like, don't think it's about like, were they boyfriend and girlfriend? Do they have sex? I think it's like, yeah, he's on record saying he definitely wanted to have sex with her sister, yeah. you know? And that's weird now. A gross guy. Yes, exactly. I think that's like, and we know he was making his way through like a tissue paper, um, <laughs> the queens of the scene, you know? He was like... We got Paris in there. Like, I feel like he was just, he, you know, he had a penchant for for some ni- uh, early mid-aughts queens that's of the scene. What, so that's what the rock stars do. Yes. They yes. try to have sex with the hottest women they can have sex with. Absolutely. And, and they will take like- anyone else in between. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a non-story, but uh, interesting for her to give it legs at all. Um, yes. It makes me wonder if, like, Courtney I, was like, can you fucking say something? Well, this is, you I know. think regardless, I like if it, if it were about me and my family, friend, whatever, I would make sure that everyone yeah. knew that, like, that is not what we're doing. They're a legitimate couple. I would never want anyone to think that. Yeah, I think it is important to say it. Um, we'll see what Shanna has to say. But also, like, I don't know, a, a decade between it, like, if it wasn't serious, it kind of doesn't really matter. I don't know. It's kind of like, even if it did happen. I, I do know. have friends that are, <laughs> that have definitely slept with the same people their siblings have. And they're oh, like, tee hee hee. Well, I mean, it's this thing where it's like, look, life is long. And, and towns are small. Uh, towns are small. And then when you're famous, that shit gets, I mean, look at this family already. Like, which actually leads us to, I think, pretty nicely. Uh, we haven't talked about her in a while. Talk about the famous in, incestual circle that once roped in uh, Black China. As I mean, that's the whole point. Like the Black China of it all is the epitome of the intimacy, let's say, of this scene. As we all remember, former best friend of Kim, partner to Kylie's ex. Yes. Um, and then had a baby with rob it's like what's going on with tyga this week why are we why is he back in the news all of a sudden like oh yeah and tyga comes in too but before that china it seems like out of maybe absolute thin air i don't i haven't i don't follow china so, so i maybe just maybe she's been on one but she uploaded a picture or it was a video of when 
all five sisters are dancing. They're recreating that old video from when they were kids and they're wearing the like leotards and bow ties. Um, and it's, it was from Kim's surprise 40th birthday party last October. And it's them just like dancing, um, all five sisters. And she, the comment she put below it said, if they were black, they'll say it's ghetto. And then in all caps, but all of them are baby mamas with the like, Hmm, chin emoji. Um, and it's very interesting. It's an interesting take, but it seemed like largely, and maybe this is just a blind spot for me that people are like, what? <laughs> like, well, I, I know what she's saying largely, but I think it was one of these ones where it was like maybe the, the specific video or of it, like it just was missing a little of a context bridge perhaps, you know? Well, I, I what do you I, think? I think this is more uh, of a case of showing I mean, it makes China seem older than she is actually because she's only like 33. But I know. it is like the idea of like baby mama is very like, uh, I don't know, like uh, not fully degrading, but it is a way to say lesser than my wife. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it it's like it's very antiquated and um, misogynistic, that's, essentially. That's a good way to it feels like what it is oftentimes becomes about especially when celebrities it's kind of about like we didn't have this in news but there was a whole thing this week with like larsa pippen and that woman who she like her husband had an affair with larsa recently and it was like the two of them going back and forth and back and forth and it was so mean and the other woman kept calling larsa like old and ugly and it was that thing where it was like nobody was calling him out you yes. know and it's like he but, was the married man between you guys but i think even more to this is that she's correct that if they were black there would Absolutely. be even more degradation to how they're spoken about right. um but i i think that it's like well let us not embrace that narrative anymore yes like, that's you, you a good are, way to put you're it you're correct these are still your family unfortunately so like maybe just like move on from that aspect of your your issues with them but whatever, it's your journey. Uh, but for us to continue the narrative, it's like, well, <laughs> those days are long gone. Like women do not have to marry men to be okay. These women right. are fine. They don't have to be locked into a relationship. However, right, I, <laughs> you know. I guess that is what is a bummer about it is it's like in defending herself, she's like painting this lesser than notion of yes. like that there's something when that's one of the things I actually appreciate the most about the family is that they have children with men that they're they don't feel the need to be married to, you yes. know, not all of them. And that it does feel like it's trying to ding you know, um, in the way that we culturally ding by like the term baby mama and that it's like, yeah, it's like, well, why? Why or, let that continue? I think she's trying to point out the double standard. But in doing so, it, it seems like she's just trying to insult them. Yes, it feels we know she hates these women. Yes, <laughs> she for anyone who needs a refresher, she sued them. Not only did she go into a years and years and years long custody battle with Rob that I think they settled in December or last year. And then uh, in December, oh no, that that was settled separately. And then in December, she scored a big legal win when because she was suing for season two footage of Rob in China because she basically sued saying that the sisters had squashed it purposely. Um, and, and so, what, though, if I piss my bosses off, they can fire me too. 
Yes. <laughs> so anyways, a real dip into uh, it's always one of those funny things where it's like, you know, a lot a lot softens in time. But how interesting to remember, like, nope, she fucking does not like these sisters. And guess what? I'm sure she has some very good reasons not to. Absolutely. And if she's anything like her mother, I don't believe that growth is uh, a priority for her. Yes, I think that that is very fair. Um, and it makes her money. Like, yes, it's it is a huge relevance piece for her. And I think that like, yeah, she's it's a it's I was just sort of I think more than anything outside of even needing more context on whatever she was saying. I think it is also like interesting to see where the feelings still sit after so long, you yeah. know, because you're like, well, I don't know. Maybe it's, they're all and it's like, mm, I don't think so. It's funny how China can be correct and also wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably a good way to put it. Like and I think that we and we know that there and it's an important thing that should never stop being called out that these women are not held for they they we know when we talk about many times that they have made all of their fortune all of their fame off of appropriating what black women are uh you know often uh, maligned for yes and so it's like an important thing to continue to remind people like hey if these were if these were black women they would not they wouldn't be treated this way um but it just yeah i was like oh China had something to say. Well, speaking of baby mamas, Courtney, uh, the the baby mama-ist of them all, uh, <laughs> she uh, was with Scott for his birthday celebration. He turned 38 I, last week. I didn't see this coming. I got to be honest. What, that she would this, be with him? Yeah, I think I just assumed that this would be you know, too painful right now, given the fireball of love between her and Travis. So this is not painful for her. (laughs) No, is it? No, you're right. She's fine. She's happy. What's he going to do? Tell her she can't come. (laughs) No, (laughs) she just shows up and she does what she wants. Um, That's kind of her deal. That's why he is the tortured (laughs) On top of his own torture, he found someone to torture him once he started getting better. Um, <laughs> so they had a big party. All the kids were there. Uh, he had. I was so jealous because he had a Raising Cane's chicken finger truck, and that is it. That is originating from LSU. They oh. had this chicken finger. Sta- I worked at Cane's. I worked at really? their fifth their fifth uh, restaurant that they oh opened. Oh my god! They had the best chicken fingers in the land great sauce texas toast coleslaw french fries that's all they serve they don't do anything else except for put it on a bun if you want it as a sandwich i love a limited menu Ooh, they're like look we're doing it great and that's all we're doing that's it that's all you get and it's great it's perfect so in attendance it was also uh, other aside from courtney kim chloe was his 19-year-old girlfriend, Amelia Hamlin, and she bought him a Harley. I, sure. (laughs) Now, I don't know that she can afford a Harley. I was going to say, I mean, this is where family money just gets muddly, but I'm just like, I I bet. I don't. I don't think Lisa Rinna is letting her have 60 grand for a Harley. I bet she's paying, doing payments on it. Yes. Or it's one of these like, you know, Scott bought himself the gift and she picked it out. No, I believe that she bought it because she's a fucking fool. (laughs) I believe this 19 year old model spent half of the money she's 
earned in the past like two years like her first access you know she probably only got access to her trust fund last year when she turned 18 (laughs) already blew through her first payout from her trust fund we've heard how her mother is with the money with her remember when she was like getting her apartment on real housewives and she was like but if you give me a couple thousand dollars a month, then I could have this apartment. And isn't That's it so much right. nicer and more secure? You're and right. Lisa's like, oh, she she drives a hard bargain. <laughs> but I think we're going to see, because and as we switch over to our new podcast next month. No, 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 <laughs> next month in July. July. Which I guess when you hear this, it will be next month. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we'll talk more about our Beverly Hills beauties, but I, I think that I don't think Lisa's very into this relationship. I don't think so either, and I'm not surprised, you know. But she doesn't want Scott's to... no Harry Hamlin. Oh, I hate he's to say no it. Harry Hamlin. <laughs> Although I guess Harry had his own things going on, you know, like could have been the Harry Hamlin of his day, but he certainly I can't see Scott aging into a Hamlin esque. No. Man. No, he's, but in, he already in, looks like Harry Hamlin. <laughs> he also, this was really, this was on par with Private Island to me, uh, nearly. But at the party favors we must talk about at Scott's birthday party, which Kim posted about, guests picked out their very own Rolex watch or diamond jewelry piece. That's insane. They got... Over half a million dollars in jewels between chains, watches, and bracelets, according to Lux VVS Jewelers. And it was like, oh, my goodness. What kind of deal is that, do you think? Because that's not Scott paying out of pocket, right? No, I think that's just, I think that that's that jewelry company just being like, well, you know, some cut rate deal in order to get them to like, I just said their name and they got tagged and everything. Yes, you just said their name and we didn't even get a Rolex. We didn't get shit. This is, we're, we're not, we need to play the system better. We gotta play the system. Also, people were really reading into this. I don't see this this way, but I did think it was interesting that it, the theme of the birthday was aviation theme. And who do we know who happens to have a very specific issue with aviation? Travis. Travis. The cake has... Here's what's really kind of fucked up. I didn't know about this. Yeah. The cake has a private, and it's not, these aren't like, it's not like a jet either. It's like a private Cessna kind of plane on the cake. The exact kind. Also, I watched another interview this week of like the full (sighs) play-by-play detail of him describing the crash and it is, and his burn treatment, like all his months in the burn ward and grafting and like how they scrub you with a metal brush to prevent infection. And like, I was like, yeah, don't ever fly again. You get to never fly again. Anyways, uh, it was, you shouldn't AV- look at that stuff. Cause you already have, I know it's very stupid of me. Well, it's not very stupid. St- I think you're seeking it out because you have such a, a Oh, a it's fear the, of I've it. always, I like had to, tr- I used to fully Google like plane crashes and try to like, but you had to myself. pay a lot of money to even be able to get on a plane. I think you should try to avoid it for yourself. <laughs> it's agree. like me. I'm always like, let me watch a whale get too close to a person. I love whales. <laughs> I shouldn't try to watch them get too close to people. That's why if it crosses over into pop culture and I have a reason, I'm like, Oh no, I'm allowed to watch this. Um, <laughs> Uh, but how okay I don't know but like that is kind of fucking 
weird if nothing else that he had an like a plane a private plane themed birthday all the cakes have little planes especially there's little planes was, everywhere yeah because it was the, they the sweatshirts like it, that you, everyone's wearing says disick aviation on it you would think he unless he like got a private plane like if like like if, a company or he bought yeah like like he was if doing really, something yeah if he's like i'm finally able to afford a private plane or like we're having this on a tarmac or i don't know there's a lot of ways i think <laughs> this could work but i think just having like a little leprechaun man with money and a, ba- a, 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 a mask on a sack of money and a mask riding a plane like it's a horse <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's... But you know what? Guess who wasn't invited to his party? Travis. One Travis. It was a... Uh, I mean, if you wanted to read it as one very huge fuck you, that's it's, a way to do it. It's not Which, nothing. That's for it's sure. It's not nothing. And it's like, if it is, it's like so fucked up of all the things <laughs> to like... Of all the things to like, ha, gotcha. It's like, yeah, you know how someone else crashed a plane that you were on? <laughs> And all your fucking friends died and you live with the grief every day of survivor's guilt. Look at my party theme. It's like, uh, feels pretty fucked. Oh my gosh. Well, did you see this picture of Amelia? She's, she's like, it's one of her Instagram stories and she has a filter on and it looks just like Kylie. I saw this and I, I truly was like, Chloe, Kylie. Yeah. She's like, Kylie. And she just wrote this. this filter really kills me. Uh-huh. What is with this? This uh-huh. Like, I mean, this is what happened with Sophia too. Like, I think there is something really difficult about the women who enter this orbit and they all start looking exa- I mean, well, exactly. I, she's making like a point sisters. about this filter though, because she wrote this filter really kills me. Cause she knows what she looks like. But I think it's like playing with fire to start like then sh- like shooting barbs at the family yeah i mean i think that like i can't i can't gauge her relationship with the family but i can't imagine it's great i mean we like how the season is about him basically professing his love for i mean granted it's pre-amelia you know but it's basically all about how like you know we never connect with our partners and then you know Oh my gosh! How about the when she was like the love of my life? Oh my god! Just when I think about how empty my head was at nineteen, God. (laughs) So then, okay, this is fascinating. Before we move on from Kravis and Scort, so there, (laughs) this awkward double date. Yes, 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 yes. So. So there was an account, this account called Kardashian Video. Um, so someone, uh, I think it was, I don't know what the post was. Yes, it was on Amelia's post, which is, happy birthday, my love. You light up my life and make my world better. I can't imagine what I would do without you. Thank you oh, for being college. you. The most caring, loving, special person on the planet. I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed to have met you. I love you. And then she had to disable her comment section on the post. So, um, so, uh, let's see. A post reported by the gossip account Dumois. So basically, that the 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 gossip 
Uh, blah blah blah. I can't talk. I'm like okay. Still, so I no, 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 so I got Dumois. It. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. This is this is layered. This is layered. So, so there was a got. So Dumois said that that Courtney and Travis and Scott and Amelia were hanging out in Nobu, and people were like, uh, "That's so odd to me." What? <laughs> so someone writes, uh, "It's so odd to me." Like, what does a 2001 baby have to do with these grown ass people? I know that dinner was awkward as hell, and Travis liked the comment. Ah! see look uh, this guy is in the right company he is stirring when you're like how could no wonder he was married to shanna these are little these are little potsters oh my god because like look you know he knows people are gonna see that he liked it Yes, he absolutely does. Even so though he's having fun. Even he's having fun. Your profile says likes and retweets. Retweets do not make an endorsement or whatever those things are that people who work for companies say. They do. Absolutely. Also, shout out to this commenter for calling Amelia a 2001 baby. I so mean, funny. Also, I hate that she was born when I was in college. Oh, my God. Oh my God! In co- like into college is when she was born. Scott's my like, age. Oh my God! Scott is my age. <laughs> but you look, I gotta love. I love the way. I love that we live in an era where something as small as tapping a little tiny heart can be like. Ah! Also, oh my God! How? dangerous to run like any kind of site even this podcast and have anyone be aware of it who we're talking about i hate it it. it's just out there and that they can find it and that they can like on things on things like on things like on things (laughs) like on me i've been in texas all week so (laughs) a little dan home now did you see this that kim has a restraining order against a stalker it was granted this past week Yes, that my God, it's so weird that this is sort of like also just a plate spinning always for all these women, you know? Well, this one seems particularly scary. So this is a 32-year-old named Char- Charles Peter Zelenoff, which immediately putting all three names makes me think that they're anticipating this person being a serial killer. I know there is something very <laughs> grand and like in the cr- true crime world about getting all three names. I know why they do it. It's so that you don't like think that this nice man who like works with your uncle. <laughs> right. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but so this person has been trying to get in contact with her. He's been making weird posts about wanting to have sex with her He's been seen outside of her property, like attempting to get in. He uh, and he seems to be getting more agitated that he's unable to gain access to her. And so mm-hmm. she is fearing that this could result in more in violence. So Oof. she has been awarded a restraining order that he must stay 100 yards away from her and her Hidden Hills property. And I forgot about the 24-year-old guy who broke into, who tried to break in in March. Oh, God, that's right. I mean, I was, like, trying to explain this to someone over the weekend that, um, like, you can, like, hate them for all, like, the things. But at a certain point, especially people like Kendall, who aren't billionaires... They have to spend so much money on security because of where they put themselves, but they it's like they painted yeah. themselves into a corner and they cannot be undone. It, 
you know, I think it's really hard to like it used to be a thing that I struggled to feel a lot of like pity or empathy for. And of all things, I actually thought like the story of um, Harry and Meghan losing their security. Yeah. Was very helpful. And the idea of especially having a baby and this idea of like, it's not about like elitism to the core or like, I can't be talk. I don't want people talking to me or I don't want to, you know, I need people to go into restaurants and keep me walled off. It's about like actually knowing that there are unwell people and that you are a target and that you are, you cannot recede from that life at a certain point. You know, you will always be of such high value and obsession to so many people that even if you tried, even if you were like, you know what, I'm done, I rescind my fame and my money, you will always be like a trophy to somebody, and you know? And on top of that, you will always be connected to money to be held ransom. Yes, and you just can't, that's dis- like, you can't divorce yourself from that. I think that's what makes like the Harry thing or even the Kindle thing so scary. It's like, Kindle is not a billionaire, but because she's related to them, someone could attack go after her, target her so that they could extort money from her family. And it could be a large operation. It could be international. Like it could be really bad and something that like they can't get out of. And because I used to, I, when I used to babysit for just not large celebrities, but there was even that fear of like, I'm on television. So I'm extra worried about the safety of my children. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, You know, I think that that becomes a piece of it, too, that's just like in the case, it's one thing also when you've chosen it and it's another thing when you've been born into it. Right. And it's kind of even though Kendall has obviously chosen fame and is a model and blah, 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 certainly not living a private hidden life. It's like the Harry and Kendall of it all to me is this strange piece, too, where it's like it's all you've ever known. You know, like all your parents made decisions. You were brought into a world and you so your safety has always been compromised you know and it's it's really I feel for them you know because it's like yeah they have the resources they'll be okay you know hopefully but it's it's a scary thing to have to like and they know Kim was robbed at gunpoint like not even she was like dragged and tied up and thrown into like you know a lot of things, a lot of bad things could have happened. In a fancy Paris hotel room. Well, I you mean, know? that's where that shit happens. Like, that's, that's, it's like, you start paying other people off. And, you know, we've all seen uh, Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> I remember, I've talked about this story many times, but there was many, a couple years ago, a huge, I think it was a New Yorker story, but it was about Harry Levin and TMZ. It's really about Harry Levin and his rise to everything. And it's fascinating because it's all about how since he has a legal background, he is like so well, he was able to navigate like the legality of like paparazzis and celebrities and like lawsuits. And like, that's how he built TMZ is that he's like this bulldog lawyer background. And so, but it's fascinating. I recommend I'll find this profile and double check where it's from. But one of the parts that shouldn't be surprising, but was interesting to me was that like, uh, hotel staff and airport and like though it's what you think which is that m- the people who are making the lowest wages 
are the most vulnerable and susceptible to bribes. And that is the industry that keeps it all afloat, you know, yeah. and that like if you're TMZ and you don't care, you're you're happy to pay for any tips on yeah. anything. And five thousand dollars to, let's say, the dock worker where I just stayed. <laughs> That's a lot of money. And I and should have offered be... it to hear more info about Sonia, but they gave me uh, nothing. <laughs> they only but, said she was nice and loved boating activities. But you tried at the point. I, you uh, tried you know, with the currency you had, which is that smile and that personality, <laughs> and you worked it. And look, one day, maybe you will be a Harry Levin and have some some cheese you can throw. <laughs> look, I stood there smiling with my rash guard and swim shorts, and I said, what was she like? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, interesting. Yeah, it, it will never get easier, um, especially with like more and more and more children who will have more and more and more children. But um, this there's then there's just some quick Kylie. Uh, What's this th- bullying thing? So this is talk about an old one. Um, this is a pretty old story. So. Six years after Tyga, I guess at a song, I don't know it. I apologize to anybody who knows music better than me. Um, Ice Cream Man. Uh, I'll just say I'm not a fan. I don't. Yeah, I'm not really tracking Tyga. It's like you can um, have North screaming that I don't ever listen to that song. <laughs> she would be correct. Mm-hmm. So according to this is from Bustle, uh, a she said, she said situation has emerged. A model named Victoria Vanna uh, claimed this past week that Kylie... Uh, bullied her on the music videos uh, LA set so six years ago um, so in a in a TikTok Vanna said that she had been like she was literally quote literally full-on crying after Jenny Jenny Jenner <laughs> and Stasi and Jordan made fun of her dancing skills she said that they continued to tease her and this was when Kylie was with Tyga and basically kind of like followed her around uh, and then even started talking about how at one point they were sitting in a white Rolls Royce eating McDonald's and talking about her. And she said she was had been really excited to meet her and felt bullied for no reason. Um, and then uh, Kylie responded and posted, this never happened. Um, I just, anyone that knows me personally knows this is a false story. It just, I would just never try to intentionally put somebody else down. So I guess that's where it ends. But uh, it's such a strange one to come out like so many years later. And it's like this visual of like Kylie Stassi and Jordan, RIP that friendship, um, <sighs> just like eating McDonald's in a Rolls Royce being like, bitch, <laughs> well, <laughs> like believable. <laughs> I know exactly what inspired it. What? Courtney Stodden and Chrissy Teigen. A buried yeah. long ago bullying situation. Uh, and so this one's like, hey, maybe I can get in on some of that. Because guess what? I'm seeing a lot of Courtney Stodden articles being published suddenly. Yeah. That have nothing yeah. to do with Chrissy. And not to say that any of it is uh, no judgment on any side of it other than don't tell people they should kill themselves ever. But, you know. Um, no, I but I do people think like that to we get are, some clout, some press. And it is like a moment of revisiting of yes. like, hey, this person was really mean back in the day to me. God, I can't wait to tell you who was mean to me back in the day. <laughs> I'm going to like, <laughs> honestly, I do talk about it all the time and then no one ever cares. But I'm like, let me ruin your favorite people. Uh, I have. I've, I'm, I generally, you've. it's happened a couple times 
where you told me stuff about people, even if it wasn't firsthand to you. And ultimately, I'm always glad to know it, you know? Uh, you know, even if it's a, a bit shattering, I think it's fine. Yeah. Good to know. Also, I want to know. They can also be different and have changed since then. Yes. You know, I'm fine with that, but I think it only adds to their complexity and like, that's fine by me. I'm sure there are people who think I've done the rudest things and I've only purposely done it like a dozen times. <laughs> but, but I so have purposely. Like, I've definitely done it on purpose. Oh, I've bullied people. I've told people they're disgusting to their face. <laughs> but you got to own it, right? It's like it's like that story I told of like when my phone accidentally called a person yes. that I really care about and like that's but that wasn't intentional. I've done it. On was purpose. not intentional, but also you just gotta own it across the board, I've right? Done it on purpose, and I have no regrets. <laughs> I'm. I like that about you. The last, <laughs> what the if, last. What if I got called out one day and I said, "Yes, I did it," and I love that I did. You released like an OJ style book. Uh, yeah. Instead of if I did it, it's, it's yes, like, I did it. Yes, I did it. And yes. here's how much. Here's why I love that I did it. I if a celebrity ever released like a tell-all that was just about every rumor that you'd ever heard about them and it was just yes I did it and let <sighs> me tell you why oh. let me tell you why oh my gosh I mean I don't really have oh. a lot of scandals because I'm kind of like a weenie about most things and I <laughs> I you know I I remember like I, I could never even tell my mother that I hated her even as a teenager when I wanted to I was just like that's a crossing a line you don't do that um no. so I I can only be so mean to people but I've definitely like been like i'm gonna be cruel just because right now <laughs> but i would guess that the knowing you that those have been very rare moments and that they are built upon hurt and like or betrayal yes. or you know someone really doing something that like for you sent that ticker off to the what am i saying the dial well, yeah that it like said but yeah i don't like when people kind of uh Sometimes you just need to let people know who you are in case they aren't sure what could be done. <laughs> I'm just going to remind you who I am real quick. <laughs> Ooh, I've like been it. very benevolent up until this point. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a change in behavior, and I'd like to notify you of that, ma'am. <laughs> Look, if you think you're going to act a certain way around me, I'm going to show you how, how, how we could go. How it could go if we do this. <laughs> See that you're gonna keep me in line. Um, I would never. I'm so afraid of you because you're nice. <laughs> I'm much more afraid of nice people than mean people. Well, only my true friends get to see me when I'm mean. Um, so <laughs> you have. Um, last little Kylie news. You know, this is we kind of haven't heard a lot about this, but so obviously Kylie Cosmetics, giant rocket ship to the moon of success. Um, and then there was this really bombshell Forbes cover about Forbes story last year about how it had been way overvalued and that they had falsified a lot of documents and the value of the company. And I guess this was it gets pretty in the weeds. This is a New York Post article. Um, but what it basically kind of sh speaks to is that there has been a lot of shakeups at the company since. So this past week. Um, they brought in a new executive vice president to head up Kylie Jenner beauty brands. Um, this person, uh, Andrew Stanley, also oversees uh, the company's 20% stake in KKW Beauty. Um, 
And that move bumps Chris Jenner from the role of interim CEO, which is very funny that she has been, I did not even realize, the interim CEO of Kylie Cosmetics. <laughs> but basically, like, it gets very in the weeds that there have been, like, a lot of change-ups under Kylie Cosmetics, that, like, there have been multiple CEOs, CFOs, people who have come in for very, very short stints and left again, um, and there was also uh, Cody, the parent brand, was slapped with a shareholder lawsuit that alleged that it overpaid, thanks to this Forbes article, that it overpaid for its 51% stake in uh, Kylie Cosmetics, which had been valued, remember, this is how she became a billionaire. It was valued at $1.2 billion at the time. Um, so here, the thing, this is also the th the part that I thought was interesting was that there has been apparently also a plummeting of sales of uh, lip kits and of makeup products. I mean, couldn't you imagine who's buying a lip kit while you have to wear a mask? That was what I was going to say, Marcy, is that it's like on the one hand, it's easy to paint this as like down goes Kylie Cosmetics. But this has been this is a proven thing that like all lipsticks and most like you know a lot of skincare stuff like all makeup makeup except for eye makeup um what? had a huge nosedive eye makeup saw a huge spike in this past year and headbands and things like that everything we were like actually seeing on people and then everything related to like lipstick also and the bottom of the face uh, I have plummeted to say that i think the way kylie is playing this in the long run will not work out well for her because one her products are not innovative. They're not the best in the market. And right. she does not give us a lot of herself. What sells Kylie is Kylie. But right. Kylie, as the more money she makes, she becomes more reclusive. Uh, we get very little glimpses into her lives. At the best, we get like every now and then like, you know, an article that says Kylie bears on a white midriff, you know, whatever. Yes. Or or that like there's a, a an article from a decade ago that she was mean to someone when she was a teenager being groomed right. by a pedophile. <laughs> yes, you know, very fair. So there's not a lot. So I don't think she has the longevity, whereas her sisters get out there and hustle and they make yeah. sure to interact with fans and they make sure to talk to people so that they're still like, I don't know, like, if even if this even if skims aren't the best shapewear, you have someone who's constantly talking to you about it and you kind of are like, well, it's not worse than the other stuff. Right. So I have some loyalty to this person who I like. Right. And is giving me tons of access and is carrying multiple storylines on their flagship show every week. Yeah. But and even if when their show's over, I still think we're gonna have so much access. A la like uh, you know, we get from you know, like we did get from Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. And that we get from like these other, like a busy Phillips type, like yeah. that we get a lot from them. So they will continue to reap the benefits of that. Yeah. And I think we've just, it's like, I think Kylie has, I think Kylie just really only wants fame on her own terms. And that is like in very small slices. Like she does not, I think have, don't think she and Kendall have the, the Kardashian sister gene of no. like, there's no such thing as too much. You know, there's no such thing as overexposure. Like those years of the older sisters grinding away and going to like go flying out for b birthdays in Vegas to just promote themselves or to make the Kardashian credit card or hairsprays <laughs> and like all the years of like, or being on that dog magazine, like Kim did. And we're talking about like, they didn't have to do that and they don't, 
care about like relevance, I think, in that same way. And the older sisters do and 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 I think understand the the hustle in a very different way. And when you are a billionaire at 20, your relationship to it is like, okay, so probably you feel like, well, oh well, the the company goes away. And oh well, I'll figure something else out. Also, at this point, she's probably made so much money that she's invested it in ways that she's always going to be making more. So it's fine. Yeah. It's like, that's the thing we've said for many seasons now. It's like, she doesn't have to do anything. She actually what doesn't does have to do What does she want to do, though? Does anything. she have a passion? What do you want, Kylie? <sighs> I don't know what she wants. She definitely did want to be very famous. And oh, I think enjoyed it when it when it hit. But I'm not. I'm not sure. I can't Maybe really it's like out. most of us that when you get what you want, you're like, "Nah, that was nice. I achieved it. Bye bye, bye." Right now, she seems like she's having fun being back together with Travis and kind of just flying around, being a little family together. They were being so sweet over the weekend. Really cute. Really cute. So we'll see. It's not like she doesn't have all the time in the world to figure it out because she is still a child um <laughs> that's it for news well only an hour come on let's do oh more boy, oh boy. <laughs> just barely an hour of news uh well um, good thing that you, i did not find this episode very interesting well so, before we hop into it um are you cool to take a little break let's take a little break okay we're back Ooh, this got this was we were having fun trying to jigsaw together what these storylines how to break them apart which may not be interesting to anyone else but was a very little puzzly episode of very like similar storylines that kind of connected but then say what you mean they've gotten lazy the producers the producers found out that they were losing their jobs (laughs) and they got lazy so they just stopped making an A, B, and C storyline and kind of made like A, B and a half, C, D and a half. But fair, uh, nothing happened in this episode. Like Nothing other than- happened. It was a bunch of like teases. It was so many teases of things that I did want to see and yes. didn't get to see. Absolutely. And so much stuff that I did not care about. Yeah. Which is fine. We've had some pretty juicy episodes lately, so I, you know, I'll I'll let them have it. I was pleased to to find out the sobbing. I feel like such a loser wasn't about the bar. Yes. Yeah. I. Oh, you're right. Because I did think that was going to be about that. Yeah. <gasps> Which means it could very likely still be about what we think it is. Yeah. So let's start off. We'll start okay. off with the the A story, which is. Kim has a birthday, COVID, and failed the baby bar. <laughs> Kim was, is having a year, and yeah. this is everything, 20- not even the end of her marriage to a superstar. This is why Courtney laughed when she said, maybe 2020 is her year. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at Kim's house. We're in her jungle bathroom with Chebin. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh, this I, room really is pretty special, I got to say. I forgot that they did installations in that bathroom. Yeah, yeah. it's these, very like, cool. Cat tails and stuff. So so we find out that October and November is just chock full of birthdays. And Kim only mentions the people she cares about, which is her <laughs> her own Kindles and Chris's. Although Corey, Dream, and Caitlin also have uh, birthdays, and they did not mention They them. did not make it uh, into this mention of the ones that count. <laughs> So she's planning a mystery trip. No one knows where they're going to go. All they know is that they're going to, what they need to pack. And Kanye doesn't pa- even know. Kanye, we, I mean, because she's for a talk- variety of reasons. She didn't yeah. talk to him. <laughs> and she's like, I just want to have fun. I just want us to get away. 
And she uh, rented a plane and they're doing quarantine. See, quarantine and testing. I think at this point in October, we believed that that was fine. That you test, yeah. you quarantine, it's all good to go. And then we kind of found out that it, this little virus was a bit sneakier than that. But yeah. So um, Chevin, <laughs> the only thing I found of interest in this scene was Chevin was like, Oh my I, God, this I, was bizarre. I hate the word quarantine. Kim was like, so does Kanye. He's like, oh, and you know what else I hate? Curbside pickup. That phrase makes me so disgusted. I was like, it, could this be as obviously classist and insane mm-hmm. as I was like, I'm waiting for him to say like what the actual reason is. It can't just be that you are like so grossed out by the idea of like take out food. Like He's what is it? Furious they're not bringing it to him. Curbside pickup. Oh, thank you. I get to come pick it up. I mean, this man just never does himself any favors. Uh, any favors on camera. Well, we've said this many times, sending new listeners. We're waiting to find out what he has on the Kardashian family because it is a mystery why this man gets to be part of anything. I mean, I was talking about this earlier with you and it's like the personality trait of I don't like this. Mm. Like people think that's a personality to like not like things. The amount of things that people think are a personality and just frankly are not. But yes, this is it ain't opinions. It ain't opinions. That's for sure. The same way, you know, we know that watching reality TV is not a personality. You have no, to know. It's a it's, flaw. It's, it's, it's a flaw. <laughs> it is a weakness. It <laughs> exposes your soft underbelly to the world. <laughs> and it is not. That's the thing. You can easily make anything a personality. Um, but no. So he's offended by a very he's uh, disgusting normal term. <laughs> it's just business is trying to stay in, stay in business. I, I'm sorry com- that. That your business with Burgerim or whatever. <laughs> like, Deep went, cut. Uh, so, okay. Next scene, Courtney's house. We have Sugar, twin Sugar. of Sushi. Sushi, where are you? Sugar is humping the floor. And they're like, yeah. They're like really cheering. They love this it. This, <laughs> it's a horny family. I, it doesn't surprise me that a family as horny as them are happy when their pets are horny. Yes. Get it, girl. Get so, it, girl. When Courtney comes in, did you catch this like weird comment about Good American? No, wait, I forgot. She's like, I'm wearing Good American shorts. This is what I wore to the doctor this morning. And it's like, are you trying? What are you trying to say right now on camera about your sister's brand? And why? Why mention it at all? They know everything they say in these scenes is like up for grabs. Yes. To end up on the show. And you could see Chloe being like, hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. I know you hate me. Well, it's just like she's almost like embarrassed that she's wearing them too. Yeah, that's that's how I would hear yeah. that too if I was her. And then Kim hates dogs. The dogs like her. <laughs> Whatever. I related to this not because I hate dogs, but cer- certainly dogs that size. I'm delighted, but I am historically very bad with like mid to large size dogs. And boy, do they love to come up to me. I'll tell and you, it's true. Now that I they know become a cat person. I'm not a cat person, but now that I'm a cat owner, um, I don't love when dogs get up in my face anymore. I used to be like, please, yes, I love it. But now I'm like, we can it's just not exist, for me. brother. Come on. It's not for me. It's it's a very hard. I could talk about it. I won't. It's tough because it shouldn't be that you're being rude 
by not enjoying that. You know what I mean? It's like it, it's it's fine and I can always make it through. I also doesn't anger or upset no. me. But it's also like, well, I don't have to love it. I can yes. be like, OK, and then I need you to help me as the guest in your home to please take your dog off of me. Yeah. You know, like and that doesn't mean that I'm I'm I can be happy for you that you have a dog that you love yes. and think your dog is cute. I think but the same thing about your children. Like you great. You have children. I'm I don't, so happy for you. I don't want them to touch me or talk to me or make me pretend with them. I why do we need why does it need to be the entire array of like I'm not only just so happy for you that you have this thing that brings you love I need it to be mine also in the same way it's that's not how it works so anyways God I felt for bless everyone who loves their whatever uh, I know I, people aren't gonna love my cats so because they got bad personalities I I've had some superstar cats and people have come over and I can tell first of all I tended to always put them in the back if if I was having people over and it's also just like I've watched people visibly hate uh my pets enough times and it's like fine that's yeah. fine my cat fuck it my cats have been stars gorgeous superstars that's fine that's I you don't need to agree that's yes. not a big deal <laughs> they're perfect in their own I way you know. don't like them I know so, so so we learn Kim Kim is out with it Kim says I didn't pass the baby bar so we had watched her study her ass off a couple episodes ago. She had felt really good. They threw that party for her afterwards. Uh, she got uh, 474. She needed to get 560 to pass. Seems like they were like, you were really close. I was like, those numbers seem kind of far apart. I, know. They seem like I don't know how it 96 relates. out of, I don't know how many, but... If we're talking five sixty is passing. I, I yeah. and not to say that it's that she should have passed. I'm just saying that I don't know how close it was. Maybe I don't know how it works. Uh, and I don't. I mean, was it a Real Housewives of OC? Emily's husband has failed the bar how many times? Oh my god! I mean, one of my dear, dear, dear friends uh, is a lawyer, and I remember when she studied and it's uh, and it is it is w one of the most it's oppressive possible tests in the world designed for failure it's like mcats it's like those are probably the two hardest tests in terms of like and you have to it's like a heighten of the gre and sat and all that and that it's like so much about understanding the way the test works yes not just like your capacity to memorize also like modern testing is kind of stupid when you could actually look everything up yes <laughs> like, like somebody had a t uh, like reposted a tweet t uh, today that was like uh it was like from a doctor account that was like um uh, or no, it was a it was a picture of a coffee mug that said like, "Thanks for telling me how Google works, but I trust my MD" or something like that. It was something about like, "Don't need to Google." It. And then a woman retweeted it and was like, "Actually, we found my son's condition, his rare condition, by Googling it." And then when we went to the hospital, the doctor dropped us folder and a printout of from Wikipedia of his condition <laughs> fell yes. out. And it's like I I am the biggest believer in how difficult those and, and respect all of the professionalism and, and intricacy of what they have to learn but it's like yeah you know also we can we can learn a lot still we Both get things new can information be all the time and unless you're constantly like brushing up on it you may not know 
it's it's meant to be exclusionary, you know, and it's and it's connected to class and income because it's who can you know pay for test prep, and we know all that now. So yeah. well, and and Kim definitely could, and she's mad yeah, well, because yes, she's Kim been, definitely shelled the fuck out. She spent a lot of time studying, but Courtney tells her she and I thought Courtney was nice in the scene for once. She's like, I think Dad would be really proud of you. Yeah, and Chloe's like, we'll just go ahead and take it again, and I think Chloe's absolutely right. Like. What does it hurt? You fail it twice. Big deal. It doesn't do anything. It's not like you have no. like, like if you, it's not like, you know, like you can't take it again. If you fail it, like just take it again. It's like, you know, more than you did last time. You're, you'll do better. Especially with stuff like the bar. It's just very common to have to take it more than once. And this is obviously hard. this unique one, the baby bar. But um, yeah. So, so, but then we get in this thing where she's like, okay, the next te- she's worried if she waits a year, if she waits till June, that she won't remember everything, that she'll be out of that headspace. But if she wants to take the next test, it's in one month. And it is also the craziest month, basically, of the year for Kim. Yeah. Um, and I thought this was a very interesting moment that was a pretty brave when Chloe was like, is this still a passion of yours? You know, like hey, before you get into the weeds on like on planning for this test, like do you still want to be a lawyer? And like how does it how does it feel and how does it sit with you? And she's like, I kind of need a minute to sit on it and figure it yeah. out. And that makes sense. I When's the last time you tried to do something brand new that you've never tried before? I mean, I had it over the pandemic where I was like, uh, you know, I did what everybody did. I got out. I've always wanted to make my own clothes. I got a fancy sewing machine. I got it out. I set it up. I was like, this is really hard. I definitely want to learn how to do this. I got really, really frustrated. I took like a, a sewing class with a friend. I felt really flustered. I didn't have fun. And I was like, I'm putting this away until this makes more sense to me. I know yeah. that this will be like a chapter in my life. I know I've always wanted to make my own clothes, but I was like, for whatever reason, this part of the pandemic or where I'm at, I don't really have enough space in my house. And I was like, this isn't fun. I'm not yeah. enjoying this. And I don't want to have because I like left it out for like a week thinking I would just like and I kept putting it on my to do like finish dress. And I was like, mm, this makes me feel bad about myself. And I don't really want to put things in my life that then make me feel like a failure. So I'll do it another time. I still own the machine. I didn't feel bad putting it back in my closet. And I was like, better that than having something that I look at every day that makes me feel like a failure for something I tried. Well, I think it's also like that. That's exactly what it is. It's like it's hard to fail at stuff, but you can't get good at stuff unless you fail at it. No. And like not to use a lame analogy, but like I have learned with improv that it took a thousand times longer than I could have ever guessed going in to become decent at it. Decent yeah. at the it. The only thing that kept us going was that we back then thought guys who were funny were cute. <laughs> that really kept us going. I think. There was there was enough incentive across the board from a social level from yeah, yeah from across all of it and that, that I continued I to take classes well, and invest in it and I it was worth it. Why Kim's particular situation is incredibly hard because she doesn't even have the aspect of like I'm meeting a lot of cool people like she's just sitting at home takes like, just studying it's just because she believes in it as a cause yes. and like a calling and it is pulling her away from her billion dollar enterprises yes so it has to be coming from a really real place of desire it, there's nothing else to it than that and it's so much work 
So Kim and Chloe are driving around. They, <laughs> I like this scene. Looking for a sign. And she's like remembering her dad. She's like, you know, dad said this is going to be really hard. And that if I kept doing it, it would give me wrinkles. <laughs> and she's like, and Chloe's like, wow, he really knew how to, <laughs> what, what would get your attention, huh? <laughs> yes. It's so, I thought that was really, you know, I'm always moved by the way, and we get a, a big moment of it later, but the way Robert Kardashian Sr. like weaves into their lives. I love hearing them, the sisters especially, talk about their relationship to him. And so it is, you can tell Chloe's sort of like, whoa, that's really crazy. He was talking to you about it. Like when you were a teenager, like you would have been so young, you know, and it's about like, well, you know, she had this interest in it, but also she was a teenage girl. So he was like kind of she's basically trying to parse out like, was he dissuading me from it because he didn't think I could do it? Or was it because I'm a teenage girl who was like interested in fashion and makeup and he didn't think it was a good fit? Like, I mean, that's the same thing. But also, look, sometimes your parents are wrong. Yes. Oh, my like, God, yes. I know they really respect their father. And when people die, they are lionized in a way that yes, so erases true. all of their flaws. But, you know, maybe he was just being a dick that day. And maybe the person you were at 16 has nothing to do with the person you are at 40. God, the person she was at 32 has nothing to do with this person, you know? Right. Maybe you've completely changed. And so, but it is like you can tell, at least as, you know, for this, for the purpose of the storyline, she really wants to feel his approval yes. uh, and push towards it. And so <laughs> they're looking for signs and clothes. Like, oh, here's a sign. He says, stay strong. May the struggle make you stronger. We believe in you. And then Kim's like, but there's a stop sign. I was like, you can't count stop signs while you're driving. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. I, I thought it was really cute. And then the windshield wipers <laughs> go on by themselves. I thought the windshield wipers were like trying to help you see clearly to see oh, past the Kim obstacle in front of you. Kim was like, maybe it's like a finger wag. No, like, no. no, like back and forth. But yeah, they're really reaching. And we know when it comes to Robert that they're always seeing like signs and you little kind yeah. of angel moves and stuff. And so no, they don't get a clear one, but they're yeah. Every every signpost <laughs> is up for grabs. <laughs> now, Chloe said it best, though. She's like, look, if Kim didn't want to do this, she just wouldn't do it. She wants yeah. to do it. That's why she's trying to figure out if she should do it. Yeah. Um, then we have Kim's birthday trip. Okay. So they only show us the highlights of the Instagram stories. Like, as if you if you didn't have Instagram, you would get to see what we did see on Instagram. Like right. swimming with the whales. She was afraid the whale would smell her pee. That was kind of funny. <laughs> we saw. We the had Corey's Corey Corey's splits are the highlight clip for me because I mean, I don't is know he Kyle or what. Oh my God. I love, I, the idea that there are just people in this world and that it, you reach an age where it's just a party trick is so funny. It's yeah. so funny. And I remember that clip. Everyone is like so drunk, obviously, and just losing their mind. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. So we get the Kanye hologram of her father and Whew. in it's written, they edited out some of the dubber stuff Kanye had Robert Kardashian. <laughs> I remember <laughs> like co uh, complimenting himself <laughs> yeah that he's a genius also I, I still don't know why Kanye was not there but um that's strange but very so strange. in the, the hologram says keep doing what you're doing Kimberly I'm so proud of you 
And yeah. I honestly think that is such an amazing... Maybe Kanye knew that she was... I mean, surely he knew she was having a hard time about... And so maybe that was Kanye's way of being like, no, you got to keep doing this. But to say it through her father was... I mean, very- what we know about this, I think that this trip is is the precipice like mm-hmm. of their marriage because I think him not being there until he comes later. And I, I think it was like, Oh, he had work commitments. And then people figured out like, no, he like did Joe Rogan's podcast and was just like, not at her birthday until the end. We know he went eventually, but like, if I had to guess, this was probably like the final stretch, you know, like around that. Yeah. Yeah. Where it was just like, you know, so, so this, this gift and we know Kanye always goes above and beyond. I find this gift as many people did like mind melting and, and insane, but um, it's, it's also really uh, bittersweet because it obviously yeah. comes from a place of like a lot of love and knowing that like, this is the one thing that she wishes she could have in the whole world that she, money can't buy. Yeah. And every so, time I see it, but it makes holog- me cry. Uh, it's uh, it's so weird because it's like this hologram you know it's fake it has these dead eyes it's like it's but it is also I mean to imagine like someone you love that much I've never had to experience loss and grief on that level like talking to you acknowledging your current life like if you let yourself believe the fantasy of it how powerful that is you know I think for me it makes me cry because I just think about the the mourning that they experience every day they keep experiencing the grief and I think they're like while it is like oh I love it it's like another experience of the grief that they feel constantly but then I think Chris asked, could I see it again? I think that was Chris. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see because it was like a weird angle because the, yeah, they didn't bring a crew on the trip. <laughs> yeah, that thing where the like lights come on and everyone is just like sniffling. Oh, and Ugh. Scott is like just kind of looking around being like uh, not even understanding how to process his emotions. Oh, my God. And I'm sure he's thinking about his parents. And it's like it's just you can tell that like they were like, oh, it's the gift. Oh, it's this powerful. And Kanye is not there. We don't know what's going on with Kim and him in this moment. A lot of emotions in that room. But Kim says it was really it was the sign that I needed to continue my journey. Um, And she decides she's going to take the baby bar again. It was the best trip she's ever been on in her entire life. Well, I hope so, because 10 days later, she tested her children tested positive for COVID, and then she did too. So Kim's talking to her tutor. Apparently, Saint has tested positive. Someone from school tested Blame positive. Blame it on other kids, not your private island. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't be, I don't know, any of the 30 people you took with you. Ooh, uh, definitely 100% all of them quarantined 100% safely. No question. Rich people do what they want to do. They do what they want to do. Most people do what right? they want to do. You and yeah. I are rule followers, so. I know. It's not, so, the world's not for us. <laughs> Um, North doesn't feel well. Then we have Kim testing positive production shuts down for two weeks. So she's talking to this guy over zoom who she flew in. I feel bad for him. Me too. This poor guy. I mean, I'm sure he got paid mightily either way. Sam, Sam Farkas. It's like friend slash legal coach basically. (laughs) Yeah. So she's supposed to be doing 12 hour study sessions. She's feeling terrible. She has a fever of 104. Woof. Uh, 
So we we keep it's like a countdown, like three days before yes. the test. She's talking to Chloe and she's like, I'm going to at least try to do it. And then if I pass, I pass with COVID. And then COVID's like, and I'm going to call. Did she say the, the post? Yeah. Yes. The, the post is a disgusting paper. If you're not from New York, it's a disgusting, salacious, nasty paper that might yeah. as well be TMZ. Yes. Um, they always have the wrong take. They're bad people. Um, Very But bad. they do give you stories. So, yeah. We covered them. But she was like, I'm going to call the post myself and be like, my sister's a lawyer. And she's like, well, I won't really be a lawyer. She's like, well, that's the story I'm going to tell. <laughs> I love we cl- also hype up Chloe. <laughs> me too. And also it's, it's we, for, you know, I had forgotten Chloe had COVID very early on. Mm-hmm. So she's like commiserating. Uh, Kim is commiserating with her about like, oh my God, it's just like, I didn't know it could be this beat. And Chloe's like, yeah, I've been there, babe. <laughs> and then she's like, you wouldn't believe it. She's like, yeah, I would believe it because I've had it. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I forgot, I forgot. She's and like, she's like, but she reminds Kim that like the brain fog piece of it is also real. So it's not just about battling like fatigue and fever. Brain fog is a real, and we know that that's a really big part of COVID, especially afterwards. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, if you're going, so she's basically like, look, I'm just gonna like, Take do give it her best shot. Yes. is kind of where she's landing. Yeah, she's like, if I pass, it's a it's a fucking miracle, and you know it just it will be what it is basically. The yep. the seed of Saint crying when she's talking to <laughs> Sam, and he she's like, here Saint talk to Sam, and Sam says, Mommy needs you to be a big boy so she can study, and then he keeps crying, and she's like, Ugh, if only I had your problems. I was like. You guys do not understand children at all. <laughs> so it's uh, it's so overwhelming. Yeah. And I guess they're the nanny situation isn't able to. We don't well, know what's going I would on because they're quarantined. During COVID, I would be yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to call out sick because I surely cannot be taken. Oh, God, nothing used to bother me more than when parents would have me babysit when their children were sick. Ugh, and it's like so it's rough. so rude i do not have health insurance i know no. someone needs to take care of your child but i honestly think that when your child is sick you gotta take off work and that yes. maybe we need to have better like things so that you can better support systems but like that's exactly the point the idea ask, that yeah. saying my job is more important than your job i have to go to work so you can come take care of my kid and potentially get sick and not earn money that you need yeah is exactly what that is and Ugh. it's so classist and shitty oh i hated it so much because then i'd be like well now what do i have to do i'm you may go babysit for other people and get them sick too like ugh. yeah I hope those no. days are over, but Me I know too. it won't be because, like I said, rich people do what they want to do. Um, they definitely do. Yeah. So she does take her exam and she's just like, let's see what happens. And she seems a little better. Her breathing is, quote, a little off, <laughs> which I was like, oof. But she seems a little more alive. She said it's the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And she says, if I don't pass, I don't care because I had COVID. <laughs> yes. Yes. Blame it on the COVID. Um, all right. So which storyline do you want to do next? Uh, uh, I mean, let's just Kendall and the plates is a quickie. I feel yes. like let's we'll we'll fly through that. It's hot. <laughs> we're, they're hanging out. Kim, Court and Chloe. They've got Halloween decorations. Courtney is wearing this like cute little uh, skeleton sweatshirt out sweatsuit. And they're just chilling in like a little Halloween zone. And they're talking about Kendall's birthday coming up. And Courtney's like tells what is a very funny story, which is that 
she had been she started this is a very rich person but very funny story which is that she had bought for kendall's birthday uh, some years past a collect she wanted to start her a collection of hermes china oh no it was last year she wanted to start her a collection for hermes china um and it's so it's set with horses on them and <laughs> she was excited to keep building on the collection so she calls the hermes store to figure out like what's left of the set or like what she hasn't bought her and pick out more for her and the salespeople let the cat out of the bag and tell her look we hate to tell you this and i'm sure this wasn't to courtney i'm sure it was to her assistant but she returned everything that you got her <laughs> <laughs> So before you go buy more Hermes China, uh, which is very nice of them. Yes, very nice of them. Shocked that they would enter the fray. I think as a salesperson, I would be like terrified to enter any sort of like. Uh, so, but Courtney is laughing. She's not upset. She thinks it's very funny. And she and they're like, look, you know, the sisters are like, well, she's young. You know, she's like she doesn't appreciate it. She's not having dinner parties. And Courtney's like, well, look, I decided the joke's on you, uh, meaning Kendall, because I'm going to keep buying it for her for every birthday. I'm going to keep growing this collection of Hermes plates and not say anything, not say that I know that she got rid of it. That's very funny, too. Uh, And she's like, look, this is probably just karma because I used to return everything and now I return Mm -hmm. nothing. Uh, And yeah, I think that's it was very funny to me. So the next scene, it's her at Kendall's house. She's dropping off her gift. It's more Hermes. And Kendall, Kendall has the right energy to seem like she might be faking like, yes, I like, was like, okay, <laughs> convincing, but I feel slight hesitation too. Yes, because she's like, oh my gosh, my collection just keeps growing. And Courtney's like, I can't wait to see it all together. And she's like, uh-huh. And then they start talking about Kim's birthday trip and where it could be. If, if is She loves the Caribbean, but is that too obvious? Blah, blah, blah. So, Uh, and it's, I love like, this is my favorite Courtney, by the way. Like, this is my very favorite Courtney. She is having a blast just like letting Kendall squirm as she sees it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I think the idea of pranking Kendall brings her more joy than giving Kendall a gift she enjoys. 100%. Like, this is a gift to Courtney that she just got this information and now she gets to have so much fun with it. Yeah, so she Kendall, she goes over to Courtney and she's like, "Let me see those dishes," which is truly a psychotic thing to do to someone. <laughs> Your sisters, if anyone stops by and just wants to see like a gift that you've given them like in action that's insane it's like whenever you're a kid and your mom's like go put on that sweater that your grandmother gave you and you're like what <laughs> you have to pretend so she really wants to catch kendall in this lie so kendall's like going through you know i love her cabinets she's looking through oh. her cabinets she has a lot of plates she has the whole set yeah and she's the going- whole collection it's not gone at all and <gasps> courtney's just kind of like huh She's like, yeah, so many people have gotten me these plates. And so Courtney's like, (laughs) she starts laughing like a maniac. And she's like, okay, this is really funny. So here's what I thought. She tells her what's up. And then 
Kendall's like, no, I only returned the duplicates, which makes perfect sense because like if it's like an $800 plate, you're like, well, let me return that for something else. Yes, absolutely. And, and then, she's like, I would never return it. I literally love it. It has horses on it. It's like, <laughs> of course I love it. It has horses. It's a very nice plate with horses. The combination alone. Uh, I thought that was so funny. And it really spoke to like Kendall being one of the nicer ones of them. <laughs> and because and that we were so ready to believe it. We're like, ha, she sna- she and she's like, no, it's like a thoughtful gift. I wouldn't have done that. And Courtney's like, whoops. <laughs> at this in the past couple of years, Courtney and Kendall have been closer Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like their, I think their energy is a good match. And they, and like we've talked about before, they seem to share a couple friends. Yes. More so like Harry Hudson and five and freak stuff. and loves hanging out with the youth. She's uh yes. siphoning beauty off of them. Yes. It's the absolute secret to her youth. Yeah. Um, Oh look, I'm having that thing where I have the fake mole. Oh yes. You have pieces <laughs> of your seat on your face. Uh, okay. Sorry. Nobody <laughs> needs to know what that was about. Um, um, now somewhere in the midst of all this, we had Caitlin's birthday party yeah, this sort of floated in and out inexplicably, just yeah. connected to nothing. All uh, the sisters went. It was very nice of them. Do we still blow out candles? I guess so, because Caitlin did it. Caitlin sure did it, but is Caitlin the arbiter of what is correct in this world? Well, we'll see when she's our governor. Oh, um, Caitlin, Caitlin had that tweet this week that people were like, Oh, just not having it. I would it was like cancel culture. Yeah, but a cancel cancel culture. I'm gonna wake the woke or something like that. And it was like, this is not going well, Caitlin. Caitlin, Um, if you actually like want people to behave how you want to behave, they don't accept you. Then nope. Like you're not the person. Like you, the wokeness is what helped you. It's just so she just needs she needs some proper guidance. I wish it for her. I hate to say it, Jess. She needs to uh, go on and be an older lady yes. who's just rich and be yes. and quieter and <laughs> donate and just be into philanthropy and like just relax. Live your amazing, rich, fancy you life. A be- you have a beautiful life. Just you enjoy it. Are out of touch. Um, I did find. I'm curious what you think. I thought the sister's energy at her birthday was not the warmest. They all walked in like arms crossed, like they did not want to be there. But yet they showed up. So uh, that I think is the headline for sure. I just was like, I'm always so curious. I think we know. I think that they are like pretty embarrassed by Caitlin and like, the older sisters especially side with Chris still, but that they want to have a relationship with her. Yes. They have a like a loyalty because Caitlin was there for so much of their lives. Yes. But so uh, speaking of Chris, our okay. queen, our oh, matriarch. I, I love this. We're this at is Scott's such house. a fun one. Scott, Courtney, Chloe, Kim, and they walk Chloe. No. Scott and Courtney walk in and Chloe says, Wow, Scort. And then Courtney's like, what? And she's like, wow, because she wants to pretend like she didn't say scort. Yes, 100%. 100%. Oh, my gosh. I loved it. Me, too. I also love that Chloe has no clue how old Corey is. They're she's truly, like, like, trying to figure it out. Who's older than him? Who's younger than well, him? Well, everyone knows, so but Chloe. It's very funny because Scott's like, yes. no, he's 39. And Courtney's like, or Chloe's like, oh, whatever. And 
Kim's like, no, I'm older than him. I know that. He's 39. I was like, Kim does not care for this. This is a thing she does not like. She does not like. Oh, reading, always reading the vibes, the inherent negative vibes on Corey is no always fascinating. Corey, but Chris and Kylie. Um, and then we learn that Kim, so last year as a refresher for Chris's birthday, which is interesting because it was her 64th. So this is the bigger birthday, technically 65. But for her 64th, Kim, we know, outdid everyone on planet Earth by giving Chris the birthday of her dreams where she, the old house that they, their Beverly Hills house that she is so attached to. She did a whole nostalgia day, rented cars from the 90s, got the people who lived there to let them have like a little tea party kind of hang at the old house. This big nostalgic day. She went above and beyond the invitations. You had the wallpaper from the old kitchen. And so she knows she's not going to top what she did, but she wants to do something big, obviously, because it's her 65th. And so I thought it was an interesting, it's such a crazy idea. And it was interesting that they kind of rooted it in Chris's insecurity. They were saying like, she's, you know, feeling a little insecure about her body and having a harder time like figuring out her look was yeah. basically how I kind of understood it. Yeah. And I, I can totally understand that. That yes. there is like, you know, like, I don't know, like my mom will just feel like she can't do things. And I'm like, you can do whatever you want. It's the thing. Um, Absolutely. So she has a stylist and a seamstress. I don't understand why Kim is trying it on, but she's trying him on. Uh, I guess maybe she's closer in proportions to Chris than I like understand too. She yeah. just looks shorter, but maybe it is like similar measurements. And then Chloe's like, and these are no schmoozy. Sh- sh- wait, what did she call them? Schmoozy yeah. shoney pieces yes, either. I, I couldn't figure out this word, but it really made me laugh. She's like, this is like Gucci. <laughs> um, this is that was the piece I think I had not even like put together quite so much was like oh this is a financially this is an enormous gift i mean where i'm thinking this is along the lines of like a hundred plus thousand dollar gift. yeah that's when i guess and then you add like especially once we learn the mannequins in the whole presentation also there's a very funny moment where uh, <laughs> when they're talking about the gift plan and Kim's like, you know, I have this reputation for the most thoughtful sentimental gifts. And Chloe's like, can I just give my gift first? <laughs> yes. yes. She's like, um, yeah, because like one year Kylie gave her a car and then I was like, okay, I guess I'll return these fucking socks I gave you. And the way Scott <laughs> laughed was so funny to me. He's like, oh. <laughs> he like really he loves chortled. <laughs> he loves Chloe. He thinks she's so funny. <laughs> Scott in this episode was doing so many little things where you're like, he's fading into the background and watching them now. Oh, I know. Cause hey. they're, cause we're not going to watch his love story with Amelia play out. You know, you know, I, I, watch. I was saying this about Matthew Perry. I just Ugh. have such a soft spot and a, and a, a root for people with addiction mm. problems. Cause oh my God, I mean, they, while part of them does some of the worst shit and and treats people in in such terrible ways and in abusive ways, I still have like such such a deep like compassion for people who are not controlled by their by themselves. You know, especially someone like him who I was talking about it with Tim. Like he has been so open about Scott his or Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. 
and Scott. I mean, they put it out there, you know, yeah. like it's not they haven't tried to keep a lid on it, you know, and like Matthew Perry turned his Malibu beach house into a sober living house for men. He like a, and went and spoke on Capitol Hill about like addiction and like recovery programs and like, you know, there's no attempt to like hide the struggle even against all of the like fame and excess and like you know so it's it's hard to want to ever continue punishing somebody who is like no. clearly their life has become totally about that you know and in that they it was it, it is a constant work in progress it is never yeah. behind you you know but yeah scott you I know, know i've got such a soft spot um, Even so then we he's have dating a child. Um, yes, so, we can yeah. we can appreciate the complexity of the man. Yes. Um, so next scene is Kim. Well, Chloe and Courtney are working on it. It seems in Kim's garage. Uh, yes. So Kim's like, oh, my God, mom is going through my closet and she just saw one of the looks and she asked if she could borrow it or if I'm not going to wear it. Could she buy it? I was like, what? Uh, Chris will get what she wants. I love it. Just going right for it and being like, if you're not, give it to me. It's just five different ways to say, give it to me. Give it me. (laughs) Give it to me. Um, So she's like, Chloe, go ask my assistant if she can bring the rack out. I was like, can we not text her? Yes, I know. This was all a very funny little ruse. And it was like, well, what will Chris think watching a big rack of clothes just get rolled out of the very closet? Or she's gone into the kitchen by then, I guess. Yes. And who whispered just white soothing furniture? I think it was Chloe. (laughs) (laughs) Calling it like she sees it. (laughs) So they they hide the rack in the gym. And Kim's like, well, at least I know that she likes the looks and they aren't even styled yet. (laughs) And then she tells a story about how first of all, she decided she was going to do a whole thing with like put little Chris wigs on all the mannequins when she displayed it. And then she realized that she said that 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 was stupid spending money, Uh, (laughs) that that was a lot of work. And I feel like this whole exercise was like a fun idea. And then like everything that, you know, their parties and everything. I feel like Kim very easily is like, uh, and just gets over an idea. Well, and I feel like she was like, Jesus Christ, this is a big to do. Yeah. She's like, the details of this are too expensive. Like, yes. Like, I think she just had a very simple image of like, yeah. And it's like a fashion show, but it's like mannequins. And that, that's like, yeah, well, that's a whole thing. We have to get 65 mannequins and we have to get them all styled and we have to get everything fitted. Uh, then she tells a story about how the security guards brought in, she had had just gotten a new rug for her glam room. Every piece of this story is like only Kim Kardashian could tell the story. It's like, I just got a brand new rug for my glam room and Kanye got back from a trip and the security rolled his luggage over my brand new rug and I screamed at them. <laughs> She's I like, never I'm becoming screamed. mom. <laughs> my rug. Uh, it's oh, very funny. <laughs> very funny. And then it's time to set up for Chris's... Yes. Chris's big gift day. All the mannequins are there. She had to hire a production company. Um, and it's the, the big day. We've got like no makeup Kim producing the event, being so beautiful. Yeah, Sometimes she- I'm like so struck by how beautiful Kim is with no makeup. I like can't believe it every yeah. time. Just- I mean, there's been a lot of stuff that goes into that skin too, though. Oh, it really pays off. I was really kind of... Um, impressed that she's now kanye her mother like kanye yes you're so right yeah. <gasps> and we see speaking of he's there like might be the first 
time we've seen him this season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And just remember that this is a little more than three months after he called Chris a white supremacist. Oh my God, you're right. It's three months after he's called her a white supremacist and he has stayed up all night like moving mannequins to make it perfect. We have North running around with a mask on because this is before we found out that she probably has COVID. Also, she has like... Did you see her little fanny pack? Her COVID fanny pack? It was like... I thought it was like a little tool belt. Like I didn't... I couldn't figure out. She had it like all stocked with stuff. It was a tool belt for tools for fighting COVID. Oh... My God, she looked like she was in it. She had gloves on. She had this like little fanny pack. She was she, like in she, the mix working with mom and dad. She is so much like Kim and Kanye. She's like a perfect mixture of like Kim's like, I have all the plan. I know exactly what we're going to do. And just like the, the, I'm in the mix. I've got it handled. It's my vision. I'm here. It's also my vision. I love it. Um, So Chris walks in and she immediately starts crying. Goes, what? <laughs> it was almost like she thought she was getting in trouble it was so weird i loved it it was very very sweet i also thought that like because there was like no music or anything and there was music there was a pianist oh they kept kept covering up his music they blurred his face out but there was a pianist there okay that because i was sort of like this is a little eerie like it's just sort of like that makes so much more sense. It was just her kind of walking in and and so she, Kim shows her, look, this is one of 65. And then they round the corner. And it is where Kim's, Kim and Kanye's house, since it looks like a museum, it looks like the Met Gala, you know, or like the, you know, the exhibit that accompanies it because it's 65 mannequins with beautiful, beautiful clothes on them. And Chris is so happy She's hugging the mannequins. <laughs> I guess she <laughs> sees the dress she tried to steal. She runs up to that dress and she goes, hi, baby. Hi, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, this is better than any fashion show besides Yeezy that I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, besides Yeezy. She compares oh. it to the Met Ball. She says it's like my very own Met Ball. And she says, uh, the time and energy that Kim took is the most amazing gift. This is one of the best days of my life. And you can tell she super, super means it. I mean, she is so moved. Think of it. Because not only is it like 65 outfits, we have like $2,000 sunglasses. We have gloves that cost $600. We have uh, a coat that's like $1,500 by itself. Then it's on top of a, a $400, you know, chemise or what, you know, like everything is like the every single piece. I mean, I cannot fathom. Yeah. Like the care and attention. And also like, you know, we know Kim is good at that. That is also Kim Kim really enjoys doing that and that they all clearly look to Kim on some level uh, to help her do that. And so it's just a really it's like a, a gift only someone of their insane stature could ever give to each other. And it is like, yeah, it's really, it's really meaningful. I do think it's cooler than a Bentley, like than like highly giving her mom. I think it's so much more personal. It's, it's, I mean, I can't imagine shopping for these people for when you are all billionaires, but I do think you have to start. And Kim is very good at finding like within the realm of like obscene wealth and access, whether it is like, 
renting out your own home from childhood or personally styling 65 looks like she finds these interesting ways to really still show that like it I didn't just walk into a dealership and write a check you know like I like thought about you and where you're at and what you miss and where in this moment in your life what you might most be like nostalgic for or nervous about and like she always roots it back to like where you know, or at least for Chris, like where they're at emotionally, as opposed to just like, here's a really fucking nice thing, which is also nice. Now, here's a request I have from listeners, because yeah. I don't know that I could do it myself. If you have found Chris wearing any of the outfits you saw in last week's <gasps> episode, please show us, tag us. We want to. I yes. want to see that. So if you've seen her out and about, although she probably hasn't been out and about a lot, but if you've seen her wearing any of these clothes, just just send it to us on Kardashian it or like tag us so that we yes. can repost it. That's great. Great, great task. Um, that's it. That's it. That's the app. We continue to move towards the end of this final season. I'm enjoying every minute of it. In the meantime, we release new episodes every That's Monday. That's not true. Just what, next week, it's going to be late, right? Oh, uh, that is a lie. Yes, I'm out of town. So next week's episode Tuesday. will we go up Tuesday. Yes, so, right? I believe. Or Wednesday? I, I think we're recording... I have it in the calendar. Let's just, let's just. It's coming up next week. It's either Tuesday or Wednesday because of travel. Same thing with yes. this week. Sorry. Tuesday. We're going to record Tuesday. So it'll and be up then on we, Wednesday. Up on Wednesday uh, because we're getting into some uh, holiday travel. Yes. So, yes. Um, and then this one is obviously delayed because the holidays. So pretty much negate that thing I said about. Uh, we take it out. Just take it right out of that. Just extra. forget it. Just forget it. <laughs> forget it all. Hey, we're at the end. Uh, feel free to send a complaint our way. Yes, In the meantime, we, we release episodes usually every week. <laughs> we are doing our best in the home stretch is what it is. And in the meantime, you know the drill. Check out our website, Kardashianit.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review. Check out our Twitter, Instagram, and email us at Kardashianit at gmail.com. It's always so nice to hear from you. And thanks so much for listening to Kardashianit. Bye. Bye.